As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. Hey. Have you ever heard of the bloop? For once, I know what you're talking about. Nice. Yeah. Sounds weird, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's check it out. Welcome to Paranormal Punchers. This is episode nine. I am your host, Mark. I'm Dave. And I'm Alicia. And today we're going to talk about the bloop. Now, if you're wondering what the bloop is, no, it's not something that you find in your pants after a night of drinking. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This was uh, in in 1997, Mm -hmm. the NOAA, 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 let me uh, see if I can pronounce this right without screwing it up, the National... Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Good job. Good NOAA. They captured and recorded this sound. Like, the sound uh, was, what, something that uh, was, like, deep, 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 deep below mm-hmm. the ocean. Yeah. Uh, right. Places that human beings can't go. They picked this sound up. Right. Uh, and it did cause some uh, controversy, some theories. Uh, before we jump into discussing the bloop, I want to play the bloop. Yeah. (laughs) I have so much fun saying Mm -hmm. bloop. (laughs) Bloop. So let's get uh, bloopered right now. Okay. Now, when you listen to that, uh, anybody uh, listening to the show right now, you could think we're just blooping with you. Because what was that? Um, But... Now, that is sped up 16 times. Yes. Right. So, otherwise, I think it lasts like a minute. Mm-hmm. So, like a boom. So, it, 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 Gradually the sound increases. is being pinged off of some gigantic mass. Yes. Yeah. And the, um, the sonar array, or whatever they call it in the right. <laughs> sciencey terms, um, was over 5,000 kilometers wide that was picking this up. Right. So, this was not a small area. To, uh, so to five, catch. so the the mass, right? The, of whatever it was is like five thousand. Would well, you say kilometers? Kilometers. The the it's a, a massive array of um, sonar, not sonar, but whatever they call them, sonophones, sonar. Yeah. Designed to you know microphones under the water, designed mm-hmm. to capture undersea sounds, and they mm-hmm. wanted. It was originally built off of the Navy for listening for enemy submarines. Right. Um, but. 
the uh, NOAA was able to take these and say, hey, let's listen for all kinds of different things that happen under the ocean because we don't know enough about that. So it's this big grid. And um, the grid has all these microphones all over the place. And mm -hmm. the ones that registered this from, if you took the, you know, from the most distance from the, you know, opposite ends, it was over 5,000 kilometers. Wow. So the, um, that's not saying that the thing that emitted the sound was over 5,000 kilometers. It's that the sound was heard over a span okay. of 5,000 kilometers. Well, see, here's where this gets interesting uh -huh. uh, for me. Because we're talking down how many meters below the ocean, the below the sea level. Uh, do you know? I don't know. Okay, I think it's wicked deep. It's right. <laughs> wicked deep. It's where we can't go. Right. Yeah. Or nor have been. So it was also one of the loudest underwater yes. sounds that they were able to capture. Well, so. since what ninety-five percent of the ocean is unexplored, right? What is lurking? in the darkness right mm -hmm. uh some people were talking about megalodon mm -hmm. this prehistoric shark right mm -hmm. now uh a great white is is scary enough but if there's like a prehistoric shark mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah still lurking and it won't take long for us to do some stupid shit to uh the, that these things would have to come out of their, right. their, their shelter in right. their home yeah disturb its we'll habitat, disturb its yep. habitat. Mm -hmm. and next thing you know uh Megalodon is just eating every swimmer mm -hmm. <laughs> up and down the African coastline, coming yep. over North America. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I mean, there's, um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It freaked, it freaked you out mm -hmm. thinking oh, about boy. a giant shark. Uh, I was thinking Jurassic World and oh. it just started going there. <laughs> oh, okay. But now, um, now, Megalodon. Mm -hmm. Was one that uh, people, uh, you know, had jumped on right away. Oh, it could be right. this. Could be the one. Another fun one mm -hmm. is like, what if? What if Cthulhu? Yes. Cthulhu, oh, yeah, however you say it. Yep. Uh, this is my is lurking down there. Yeah. You know, and uh, in his kingdom, his underwater kingdom, mm -hmm. uh, wasn't uh, like the where they got this sound was like, uh, like an H.P. Lovecraft's. Yes. Book. It's kind of like close to where he said the under the underwater city is. So Yeah, I'm showing it uh wherever I got this from that they found it 950 nautical miles from the more precisely described location in uh I'm sorry. <laughs> in HP uh, Lovecraft's The Call of Cthulhu. Like they they were saying that it was 950 nautical miles like around that area. So, like I I think that's a pretty close. Yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know what then nautical miles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the yeah this is the one I hope that it is. Uh, I love the the concept of Cthulhu and I think that um, you know having some massive underwater sound like this that Cthulhu's coming or awakening or something. That's him. It's exciting. Now, uh, <laughs> all right, so you're really into Cthulhu. Cthulhu, how do you pronounce it? Uh, how I pronounce it probably isn't like how anybody else pronounces it. I always say Cthulhu. 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 <laughs> and that's just because of all the Metallica fans. That's how I've always heard call it. Call it Cthulhu. Call okay. Cthulhu. Um, okay, well, we'll go with that for this show. Anybody okay. wants to correct us? Eh, what else? <laughs> um, so, uh, if you don't know who Cthulhu is, 
uh, you're you're in the same club with me. I don't know that much about him. Yes, I'm very familiar with the, the mm-hmm. Metallica song. Huge <laughs> old school Metallica fan. Oh yeah. Um, but he's got like sort of like a, a human form, but he's got like a head. Uh, almost looks like an octopus with all the tentacles coming mm-hmm. out around his mouth area. Yep. Um, he lives under the ocean. What else, Dave? What else can you tell us? Not much more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the, the the mythos around Cthulhu. I honestly have never read the book or, or right. short stories. Um, you know, I love the concepts of H.P. Lovecraft and everything about Cthulhu. With that, in you know, whenever I hear of things that bring this into the world, it's like, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. But I've actually never read the source material. Oh, okay. That's okay. I don't know much about him. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. So Megalodon, Cthulhu. Yeah. And of course, you can't talk about what could be down in the, the darkest, blackest part of the ocean without bringing up aliens. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, with technology, they could easily slip beneath the ocean, mm-hmm. build like a little uh, you know, satellite station that they could dock in and out of whatever they felt like oh, it, yeah. uh, launch ships from. Uh, wasn't the movie... Uh, was it a James Cameron movie, The Abyss? The Abyss. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so the, there are the couple of theories that uh, you know that were popping up when mm-hmm. I was looking this up. Now, uh, speaking of what else could be lurking under there, uh, Noah uh, also captured a couple other things I'd like to play for you guys. Uh, this one they call the train, and let's see if you can pick up uh, why they call it that. Sounds like a train horn. In the yeah. Distance, yeah. Right? yeah. I'd be inclined to think that's whales, but do they have an explanation on that one? No, uh, I don't know if they do. I think all their explanations goes back to icebergs, which sounds like a cover-up. Okay. Right. Okay. So uh, that does. It sounds like a choo-choo. Yeah. That's like Cthulhu's <laughs> like, I'm going to run over yeah. this world like a freaking train. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's a weird sound, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It could be, oh, could be a whale, but they also were... Some of the theories you were talking about, like prehistoric size whale. Oh, yeah. Right. Big ass uh, whale. Okay, here's another one they captured. It's called Julia. So that sounds like just a, again, it could be a whale, but it's right. a big ass creature. going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of these are sped up, right? So that we can actually hear them. The bloop is sped up. Yeah. Um, and I think the train is one, just one time. Okay. And Julia's one. Okay. So that's, those two are, that's Real how. time. Okay. Yeah. I could be way wrong. I don't work for Noah. Right. Um, <laughs> now, what do you think the, the, the train is? A, do you think it's like a whale sound? It, it sounded like a distant whale type thing, but, you know, not, I'm just hearing the sound clip. I'd never known of that one before. You know, if that was across 5,000 miles, well, that's a pretty big whale. I don't mm-hmm. know how, or 5,000 kilometers, but I don't know what went into that sound clip. Now, mm-hmm. uh, and Julia has a, just that mm-hmm. definitely has a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like in the, uh, Star Trek, mm-hmm. when they had to go back in time to Earth right. to, to get a couple humpback whales to save the future. Yep. Um, all right, so aliens, though, living yeah. beneath... It's plausible, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, secret I mean, underwater base yeah. of some sort. It's somewhere we can't get to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It is very safe yep. uh, for them to uh, you know, have a couple ships mm-hmm. down there. They can you know, launch, not attacks, but right. you know, what, would, what, what are aliens launching on us? Investigative missions right. to, <laughs> to probe us and right. figure out what right. makes us tick? Yep. Right now, they're probably losing their damn mind right. with, with the, <laughs> yeah. the shape of the world right now. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because we can never... That is probably the, the best we can do right now is mm-hmm. get in these pings, these, these sounds. Right. Yep. Like We can't get deep enough to see what's mm-hmm. really down there. Right. Now, uh, at least not at scale. In, <laughs> in, in my opinion, uh, I truly 100%, 100% believe there is some big-ass scary creatures oh, mm-hmm. yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. Right. Uh, the kind of nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like even the anglerfish. Yeah. Um, with They're creepy, his teeth yeah. and, and the fact that he's got that, that little light. light thing coming off his head that yep. he lures. I mean, he's a scary looking son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's down, he's pretty far down yep. mm-hmm. uh, in the depth. So if that's what it looks like when it starts to get so dark you can't see, mm-hmm. right. uh, what what does shit look like when it's even deeper? Right. Because you right. know things can survive at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Things, if this anglerfish can uh, survive in the depths of this cavern where we need suits or we would be crushed. Mm-hmm. Well then right. other sea life has adapted to that pressure yes. mm-hmm. and that pressure, anything that can survive that and grow, mm-hmm. it's gotta, it's gotta be something again, like I said, of nightmares. Oh yeah. It's gotta be all fuck buff. Yeah. And you know, with all that pressure, if he would ever be able to surface, he would be so amazingly strong yeah. that mm-hmm. he could just smash mm-hmm. the entire East coast oh, right. boy, yeah. uh, in a heartbeat. Right. Well, if you think about it, everything that humans are used to, the, the types of threats we're you know, able to work against, all deals around sight. So if we had to go against some monstrous creature that it's lived its life, its, its entire you know, evolutionary track is based around no sun, no sight. You have to come up with other ways of tracking your prey. Mm-hmm. We're goners. Well, see, but now that you say that, if something, if we would uh, be screwing around doing some underwater submarine nuclear test, mm-hmm. and we awaken a kraken, mm-hmm. all right, so if he's lived in the depths of the ocean where it's black and he has no sight, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming they're using sonar to uh, cap, capture, uh, you know, mm-hmm. fishies to eat or whatever they eat down right. there. Uh, so if he would submerge uh, and he'd be in the, the bright, bright, he wouldn't be able to see. Maybe we, I think we'd have a chance of kicking his ass because he'd be blinded True. by the light. Well, I, I mean, you have to, like they have, uh, uh, I believe, I could be completely wrong on this, but I believe anglerfish don't have eyes. Like everything that evolutionary where the eyes were is now covered in scales. And Ooh, so weird. it's not like it would be no different for them above the ocean than below right. it. Hmm. Um, so it wouldn't be blinded by the light. Uh. So he's also like Daredevil, where yeah. he has a sonar uh, pinging back, and he'd be able to essentially kind of see right. our buildings, and they would look very smashable to right. a giant creature right. like that. Okay. Or, I, you know, I, again, could be wrong. Don't know. I'm not a biologist on this. But the, <laughs> um, the anglerfish, I don't think, uses sonar. I think it's, it's all based on um, vibrations. So like the, the dangly light, when things go up to that, it feels something touching that, and it just knows, oh, time to eat. Yep. Interesting. So, yeah, could you imagine, like, just 
uh, kaiju level creatures <laughs> right? coming up out of the ocean and yeah. just wreaking havoc. Uh, we would, I, I don't even know how we would react. Uh, I don't know how I would react. I think no. it definitely the first thing would be like, I think fear and anger sum it up. <laughs> I don't know about the anger, fear, fear, for definitely sure. fear. But well, we get angry about things we don't understand. True. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely. Uh, not want to live on the uh, coastline. Right. Nope. that's the first thing getting demolished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, I, something that big submerging could cause also like some pretty big ass waves that mm-hmm. would already cause destruction. Yep. Well, for me, I'm thinking what lies in the depths. There's definitely monsters down there. Right. Uh, and right. I do like the idea of aliens. Cthulhu, you know, that's a, a, it's a fictional creature made up by the uh, great mind of H.P. Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. But who knows based on what? You, well, That's what true. if... Okay, well, what, how, yeah. Did Cthulhu pass this knowledge to H.P. Lovecraft? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he sitting down below? I don't know how long it's going to take him to come out and, and take back take back the world. Mm-hmm. Isn't it... Wasn't there a... He's, Cthulhu is from, like, outer space. He's from yeah. another planet. Or dimensional. Or Okay, oh, dimensional. Okay. But he came here, and I feel like they... Him and another godlike mm-hmm. uh, being were battling, and they decided to just have a peace treaty and share the earth. Oh, okay. Uh, I could be way wrong. I don't even know why I'm talking about Cthulhu when I don't know crap about it. <laughs> uh, so, but he's down sitting on his under, underground, his underground, his uh, undersea uh, <laughs> lair. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, he has worshipers up here that would probably do his bidding. I just make up my own story. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of close. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably close. I'm trying to pull it up here, but not finding anything right off. No. Yeah, I I, I would love for this to be, um, oh, giant prehistoric creatures. Ones that uh, like to make sounds like a choo-choo train. <laughs> they could be, that's be could they how they talk and communicating. Yep. True. That's like... Uh, a megalodon. What if there's like a whole school of megalodons? Right. If they would somehow serve as, oh my God. Right. That would be, you know, that'd be freaky. <laughs> They'll just destroy. I mean, how much can they destroy? Unless we find out that years under the ocean, uh, they grew little legs so they can walk right. on land. Oh, and yeah. you get a shark, a megalodon, walking on land. <laughs> That's got to be freaky. Yeah. That would be super creepy. That's yeah. definitely a sci-fi movie. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, the sci-fi! I think they did a movie called Megalodon. Right. Did they? I don't know if it was like Megalodon Walks, right. Part Two. Right. right. Um, the uh, I, I don't know if you care about what the what Noah actually said about this event. I think we have to get to it eventually. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing, but I don't think that they've. I mean, do we trust our government? <laughs> yeah, it's all bullshit. So yeah, yeah. So Noah did come out and say, "Here's what it is, Dave." So, yeah, they, uh, after a further analysis, you know, they, they said it. Uh, initially, they said it was probably ice, uh, but that it could be a large marine mammal. Um, and when they were talking ice, they were talking like icebergs, kind yes. of breaking apart. Right. And then like maybe it, scraping the scrape, ocean floor. Sc- right. Yes. So. Um, I'm telling the, you, that, that train whistle does not sound like no, an iceberg. The train no. whistle does not sound like ice. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. But the, the term to describe in the, the bloops case was. Um, ice quake was the thought. Mm. Um, but uh, I guess after further analysis, they were examining it, and they do think it was an ice shelf breaking off of Antarctica. 
okay. was their which official is, conclusion. Which some could say that that's even scarier than a megalodon because if right. our polar caps are melting, right, we're yeah. all effed right. in the yeah, bee. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Okay, but <laughs> I this is where you know. Okay, it sounds plausible. You know, it's mm-hmm. probably right. And you know, we have those problems, but you know, what kind of an icy prison was being used to store something? Ooh. And this was them getting out. Uh, Ooh, okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So, you know, uh, those caps, there's definitely some some right. ancient things frozen yes. in oh, our yeah. polarized caps, yes. for sure. Yep. And I mean, and you know, I'm thinking with the government, you know, how you know, I think the overall goal is how can we let this out without lying about it? Mm-hmm. Well, it was ice breaking off. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't say what was in the ice. Oh boy. Maybe Cthulhu, maybe Megalodons. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe something that they're trying to weaponize. Right. Like, we can take control of this, uh, this, yeah. this kaiju. Right, yep. We will stomp over everything. Maybe the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if Captain America yeah. is frozen? <laughs> I mean, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we need Captain America. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, why don't we take a break? We'll come back with our final thoughts. We got uh, a little listener feedback to play. And we'll be right back. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Fueled by tacos, beer, and Bloody Marys, the only show featuring baby Jesus with a nail gun, the pride of PA, and the show with the eye of the tiger, ladies and gentlemen, Punch Farm. Hey, this is Mark from Punch Farm. I'm here with Mark Dose. Hello. I'm here with Alicia. Hello. I'm here with Nikki. Hey. Join us every Monday as we talk about life, tacos, beer, and movies. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and punchfarm.com. Keep on punching <laughs> it! <laughs> and welcome back. All right. Hey, I'm going to wrap it up by saying, yes, Noah came out and said it was the iceberg. Chances are that the, you're right. They could be full of crap. This is what it is. Take that for what it is. If you want to be like me and, and hope and wish that there's prehistoric giant sharks and monsters living below the ocean, go for it, because I think that's an awesome theory. Right. And I would love to see a kaiju. I would like it to be a, a cool kaiju. Yeah. Like he just wants to hang out and drink some beers. That'd be amazing. Uh, Dave, what about you? That kind of sounds cool, though. I don't know if I've <laughs> ever known of kaiju to be... Friendly. The cool kind, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I still cool like. I, I like the idea of Cthulhu. I mean, I, I think this this mythical great god, whatever dimensional being, living, sleeping under the ocean. Um, I kind of think that you know, maybe this was just like a, a, a sleep fart, and <laughs> it wasn't him awakening. It was just you know he left the gas. Bloop. Yeah. <laughs> he blooped. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but if Cthulhu wakes up, isn't he gonna pretty much bring hell on earth? I think it's all a perspective of what you consider hell on earth. Okay. <laughs> it's like it doesn't sound like he like he would chill and have a beer with us. So right. I don't know about him. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia, what about you? Uh, I pretty much agree with both of you guys. Um, 
but I do want to mention there was an Australian Canadian animated TV series and they did an episode about the bloop. It was an animated animated series. It was animated. Yes. Nice. Uh, it's called the deep. I think is what it, the series is called. But um, in that episode, they were saying it was coral communicating with each other. Oh, oh yeah. that's a cool theory. I know. But yeah. I just wanted to bring that up and be like, here's an extra thing. And the coral's definitely pissed off at us. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're definitely pissed. Wait, wait till they lash out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a couple little things here. Like, since none of us could really say what uh, Cthulhu is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, on episode 11 of Throwdown Thursday podcast, <laughs> they break down Cthulhu. So if you want to learn more about Cthulhu, that's a good place yeah. to start. Yep. Um, there's an ind- independent uh, horror comedy that I discovered, like, I think it came out in 2009. I own it. It's called The Last Lovecraft, mm-hmm. The Relic of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually think it's a, it's a fun movie. I don't know if you'll learn much about uh, Cthulhu and Lovecraftian Because obviously we writing. didn't, right? Yeah, we didn't learn that. <laughs> there is one part of the movie where they have a really cool explanation of Cthulhu broken down into, like, an animation. Like, yeah. right in the middle of the live action, mm-hmm. they explain... The one guy explains Cthulhu to his buddy, but it cuts to an animation because yep. uh, they're comic book artists. <laughs> so that it kind of has that. And I'm like, that was really cool. Uh, I think it's a cool movie. That's something to check out. Mm-hmm. And of course, sci-fi, if you want to see some Megalodon action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sci-fi is always good for that stuff. Anything else? Uh, there was a TV show called Mermaids, The Body Found. <laughs> And uh, they did the bloop as well. And the bloops are mermaids? Well, they were saying that they were mermaids. The noises from the mermaids or something, which oh, is kind of ridiculous. But yeah, just mermaids another thing. Mermaids doesn't seem as scary as uh, no. Megalodon. No, and you know, Noah, they actually had to post something about that mermaids are not real on their website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nuh-uh. I'm not even so, kidding. So wait, hold on. No, I got to jump on that. Yeah. yeah. So, so they posted something based on this one random... You know, pop culture thing saying mermaids aren't actually real, but all the stuff around this being Cthulhu, they won't post on. No, I don't know. Sounds kind of they're covering something. Oh, up? yeah, uh. okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, now, um, that's it for the bloop. That was fun. That was just such a weird, yeah. I forget how I stumbled across this. Uh, I guess just looking up weird shit, yeah, and I was like. I love the depths of the ocean, and that's why I was like, hey, guys, we should talk about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super fun. Now, last episode, we talked about the Black Eyed Kids, and our uh, our friend Evil Corny uh, sent us a quick message. Uh, I thought I'd play that for you guys. Here we go. Hey, Mark. Um, I'm listening to your episode of uh, Paranormal Punchers right now. Um, Stuff with the Black Eyed Kids is something that just freaks me out. Um, I just wanted to tell you that, but I get an eerie feeling anytime I hear those stories. Everything about that, uh, everything about that on your show, and then on uh, other paranormal type shows that I hear about that, it just gives me a, a chill down my spine. And I'm driving the car right now. I'm not even at my house. <laughs> um, you have a good one, man. <laughs> hey, thanks, Evil Courtney. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, hey, that stuff definitely gives a chill down my spine. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, again, uh, with all the, uh, we did the episode, we did all the research, uh, watching stuff online. I found myself, even last night, when I heard uh, some noises, I think the noises were in my head, because I was having trouble sleeping, and, uh, and the dog didn't react to it, so obviously it was in my head. 
But the first thing my stupid brain went to was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what if some uh, black, what some BKs, what some black eyed kids are yep. running around yep. outside, yep. screwing around? Yeah, so I'm right there with you, yeah. uh, Evil Courtney. Yeah, it, yep. <laughs> and the more you think about it, the more it's going to freak you out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, now, hey, if you want to send us some feedback, uh, do it. Uh, ParanormalPunchers at gmail.com. You can send us a voice voice message. Just use your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can send us a uh, text message. You can send us a uh, email. Uh, We'll read it on the air, uh, or not. Uh, if you don't want to send it to us, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, learn more at ParanormalPunches.com. Remember, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. If you're listening to us, you probably figured all of that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Oh, go to Facebook and join the Punch Farm uh, Facebook group. Uh, yeah. That way you can hear about the Punch Farm podcast. You can hear about the Paranormal Puncher, uh, Paranormal Puncher podcast. Mm-hmm. And hang out with some awesome, fun, cool people. Yeah. Yep. What else? Anything else? Did I forget? Oh, uh, we have the Twitter. Yes, it is Pea Punchers. <laughs> Wish we had a better name for that. I know. Pea Punchers. Pea Punchers. Dave, anything else? What's that? Episode 10. Oh, episode 10. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, on episode 10, um, we are going to discuss my favorite, and I assume everybody's favorite, uh, cryptozoid. Is that how it's said? Is, close, uh, enough. Yeah. close enough. Is uh, cryptid? Cryptid. I think that's what you're supposed okay, to say. Okay, cryptid. I don't know where cryptozoid came from. Okay. Cryptid. Yeah. Uh, that would be Bigfoot. Yep. Uh, yeah. We are going to actually record it uh, live at Funk Brewing. Yep. Uh, hopefully, if it, or, or not, if, it, if we can't, if the schedules don't work out. Right. right. But we're going to, you know, talk about Bigfoot. We're going to do a little meet cute with everybody. When mm-hmm. was the first time we got to, to meet Bigfoot? Right. And when I say meet Bigfoot, like, you know, we didn't personally meet him. <laughs> right. right? Uh, there's a lot of legends here in Pennsylvania. Go figure. Bigfoot has been lurking around our area, even down in Gettysburg, uh, right. you know, mm-hmm. down in the battlefield, screwing around. I don't know what he's up to. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of fun stories we got. We got some uh, people coming in to hang out. I don't know if they'll get on the mic to tell their story or if they'll be too shy and I'll have yeah. to tell the story for them. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but then tune in. Uh, again, as always, thank you for listening. Have an awesome day. Mm-hmm. And Lish, what did we say? If it's not... What is it? <laughs> You're on the show. I know. <laughs> if it's not weird, it's not worth checking out. Okay, what's the take two? Hey, Lish, what do we say around here? If it's not weird, it's not worth checking out. <laughs> ah, much better. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>